lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. Welcome in everybody to another episode of TM5 United. We are back at it again. We're going to review the game that happened over this weekend against FC Dallas. We're going to talk about the game against Cincinnati the week before that. Um, Go over some news and notes from around the world um, in soccer on this side of the continent. But first, Abner, how are you doing on this Labor Day? Labor Day, man. You know, it's kind of weird to have an extra day off during the week, but damn, I will definitely best. take it, man. It's kind of nice. We, uh, I had my nephew spend the night yesterday, so we basically just chilled all day today and yeah, went and did some grown up stuff. Um, yeah, I kind of felt bad because uh, stuff. Yeah, because you know, um, I had to go buy a washer and a dryer, so that. Oh, sucked. dude, that sucks. <laughs> and, uh, and like for two things, right? Because you know how expensive it is, but also too like. If I'm working, bro, it's, and, pe- and like I know it's like a day off for a lot of people, and you come to my work, like I'm gonna give you a, a certain look, like, bro, really, you're here today, you could be. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of felt that way, you know. But you know, the wife's like, we gotta get one. I was like, oh. yeah. So there's, went no there. That's, there's no way around that. You know, which one do you want? You want the great? Oh, look, I just want one that washes and dries. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, I could run a line in the backyard and just, you know, hang the clothes if that's if that's gonna save me some money. But yeah, David, it sucks growing up. It sucks being that adult sometimes. But it is what it is. Yeah. But other than that, it, what about you, man? Uh, yeah. Just to add to that, it kind of uh-huh. sucks in life. Every time you think you're like caught up on something, boom, some big expense happens you know and you're just like man like for me i just had to buy new tires uh you know a couple weeks ago so it's just Mm -hmm. like every time you think you're in a good spot boom something crazy happens but that's life at least we got uh sports and specifically atlanta united to look forward to um yeah my labor day was just pretty pretty lazy uh i didn't do a whole lot today so uh you know i took the dogs out for a walk met up with my family at cracker barrel for a nice breakfast and some mimosas um, and other than that, I, you know, I really um, celebrated the holiday the way it's supposed to by not doing much of anything. <laughs> <laughs> but Admiral, let's get into it. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't get a chance to meet after the game um, last week with Cincinnati. So I wanted to touch on that game a little bit. Um, and then we'll get into the game that just happened this weekend against um, FC Dallas. So Cincinnati, um, we lose two to one at home. Uh, and you know the actually Atlanta United started off the game um, pretty pretty good. I mean we came out firing, uh, and we were up 1-0 in the tenth minute by first ever goal by Mosqueda. So things were looking good, winning in the tenth minute. I mean that's what we talk about, especially at home. Um, uh, you you want to uh, you know you want to be having that first goal. It really sets the tone for the rest of the game. But uh, you know Abner, I think after a while we just. Uh, we were, we were creating all our opportunities, but not not capitalizing on it. And we kind of let the game run away from us. Because really, after the 30th minute, uh, Cincinnati really was were bringing it to us. Um, you know, and we ended up losing the game 2-1 with goals from uh, Luciano Costa. And of course, uh, you know, our good friend Brandon Vasquez. Which it seems like anybody that ever played with us, if they come here <laughs> against us, they're always going to score a goal. So we're going to have to get ready for Joseph Martinez to score another goal against us. Um, but I don't know, Abner, was your, your take the same as mine watching that Cincinnati game? Man, uh, first of all, first of all, I want to start with Cincinnati's a great team, man. They, they definitely are a great team, and they showed their um, why they are leading the league in points and more likely going to win the um, 
Water uh, shield. So, so, yeah. Um, and second, dude, Acosta, like, and that's one thing I do love about soccer. Like, size does not matter. That dude is small as all can get out. That dude can play. That dude yeah. had vision. That dude the baller. Can, was taking. Dude, that dude, like, hats off. Like, definitely MVP leading. Of course, we're going to be biased and we're going to say Almada. And it also being... You know, put the bias aside. Armada has had a solid season too. He's been a difference maker um, for Atlanta. You take him out of the Atlanta lineup, David. We're not where we're at, right? Right. Um, so that's that's key to that. But yeah, just real quick, I do agree with you, uh, dude. We we started off hot. Um, I kept telling myself we need that second goal. We need that second goal. Yep. We need that second goal, David, because Cincinnati was so dangerous and they uh, they concede more in the first half and they always could score more in the second half and exactly what happened um some magic and of course uh brandon basket got a nice ovation uh when the lineups came out um so that was pretty cool to see um and i don't think he celebrated much either he kind of just stood there and kind of um yeah you know so well, i mean that, that 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 goal dude that was such an easy goal it was but but yeah um but yeah i mean there's uh you know we're gonna if we're gonna play against if we want to get where we want to get to those are the teams that we're gonna have to beat and we showed that we're capable of it david but we we definitely got uh got ran out of the building with uh, cincinnati's play and aggressiveness because they were definitely uh some questionable yeah. calls there on both sides you know the ref was equally terrible <laughs> i guess uh but um all in all david I'm, i was happy about the performance as far as we fought but we have to convert those those opportunities. We have to. Right, yeah. It, it always comes back to, to bite you in the butt, especially with a team like Cincinnati that's so lethal when they're when they're going forward. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I think they're still they're, they're still trying to tinker with things and try to get a balance between attack and defense. And you know, I just want our fans to remember. I know in 2018 we just think about the good times, but there were times too where um, you know Tata Martino was concerned because we would you know push forward so much, we would leave ourselves open to the back, and uh, you know right now I think we're running into that. And you saw um, you know uh, you know the uh, line of changes from um, it was actually De La Torre who was the uh, coach because uh, um, Beneda was a yellow card suspension, um, and he tried you know he inserted Sadich, he took off um, you know Jean De Silva to try to get more control of that midfield because I mean Abner we lost. We lost that midfield for like a good 60 minutes of the game. Um, and it was hard, especially when they had the press. It's something Atlanta has always, always struggled again as a press to play out of that. Um, and, it, and it really, you know, it really paid, paid dividends for Cincinnati. And, uh, you know, they took the W. We took the L at home. Um, it is what it is. Like you mentioned, Cincinnati, a great team. They're going to probably win the Supporters' Shield. And they have a chance to actually break the total points record in MLS. Hmm pretty impressive for a team that's not like uh what we would consider you know a, a big market team that spends a ton of money but you know they got the right players everybody seems to be in sync so they're going to be a force to to reckon with oh for sure but Abner, let's uh we had another game uh against fc dallas in frisco texas toyota park it was kind of funny because uh, I don't know if you saw the, the meme that Atlanta United posted that said, I thought everything was bigger in Texas and they showed the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> I like that troll job. Uh, so that was pretty funny. But uh, Atlanta, FC Dallas, game ends 2-2. Uh, moments of the match. Uh, the match, <laughs> we started off well to a certain degree, but then we had a big call in the fourth minute. Uh, the ball is running out the touchline. Uh, Miles Robinson is shielding it. Paul Adiola comes like over the back, pushes him. 
uh, knocks down Miles Robinson, easy pass for a finish. I mean, not Adiola, I'm sorry, Adiola finished it, but uh, it was a foul on him and an easy finish. Adam, before I get into the other moments, I mean, do you agree that that was a clear foul? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely see that. Um, I like I was talking to uh, to somebody about it. I think, it, yeah, I think it probably was in a group text. Uh, home cooking, man. I mean, you know, something that <laughs> Atlanta for some reason we don't get uh, with some of the refs and everything. But it, it you know, it's one of those things you got to play throughout. You got to play it out, right? You got to keep going. But it looked like the ball was already going out, and Miles kind of like, you know, it's like all right, it's going out, and I just know we're just swing the ball through him and. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a questionable call for sure, and you know, I'm, I'm yeah. you're already thinking, man, really, this is how we're gonna start. So, and it's it's weird because that that's like one of those calls that you see happen all the time through world football, and it's it's always called like it's rare that you don't see that, um, you know. So I don't know how much of that blame you put on Miles, you know, and it was Jesus Ferreira that that you know did that to, to lead to the goal. Um, I thought it was a foul. So either way. Uh, we're already under the gun, down 1-0 in the fourth minute, which, again, is the opposite of what we want happening. Um, but Atlanta United, you know, we were we were playing pretty well in the, the first half, and we had um, Gigi come up and tie the game in the 44th minute. So we go into the break, 1-1 at the half. And then to start off the second half, we had an absolute golazo by Saba Lobanitze. Beautiful cut in, left-footed shot, um, side netting, uh, beautiful goal. Um, and then Atlanta United couldn't hold on, and Kumango equalized in the 62nd minute, um, tying the game 2 2. Um, we had assists from Almada and Sosa in that game. Um, Abner, you know, all things considered, you probably think this is probably a fair result, right? Yeah, considering how we uh, how we uh, came out and everything, yeah, I mean, we, I mean, I think at this point we were lucky to even get a point out of that, uh, just the way it was looking towards the end. Uh, you know, back and forth the action, but man, David, I really wanted those three points. Um, I'm glad with the point, don't get me wrong, but definitely I think we left uh, some points on the table with this match and uh, the result that we got out of it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you know, it's one of those things too, and we were just talking about this in the, uh, the game with Cincinnati, the balance of between attack and defense. Um, you know, we keep doing that where we, we kind of come out guns blazing and if we're not able to, to you know, make it count and score a goal. Then we really, really opened ourselves up um, in the back. And there were a lot of stretches of that game where, um, you know, it was kind of wave after wave of attack. And uh, we kind of lost the midfield again too. So um, Abner, this is the first game we really saw a lot of major changes from the starting lineup. And we had uh, uh, Pineda back. So we had Saba in for Mosqueda. Uh, we had Wolf in for Silva. We had Sadich in for Muyamba. And then we had Sosa in uh, for Rosetto to start off the game. Do you think that was more of, uh, you know, resting the players because we had the Wednesday game, the midweek game? Or is it, you know, uh, Gonzalo trying to put a more balance in the midfield? Or a little of both? Uh, honestly, I, didn't, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what it was because our next game is not to the 16th. Um, so... I mean, I get it, yeah, but I'm sure these players are definitely exhausted, you know, especially having that Wednesday match, which, you know, if you look at both games, I mean, obviously, yes, we're in a spot where you want to win everything you're playing, but, David, with this game, like, if you look at Cincinnati, you look at Dallas, like, you want to 
these three points are more capable here than they are against Cincinnati. Um, so I don't know. I was confused with the lineup whenever you we set the lineup out. Um, I was okay, maybe rest, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe we have a game Wednesday or. And then I looked. I was like, "Man, we don't play till the 16th till um, Messi and company come." That's if Messi plays. Um, so yeah, it was it was weird. It was a weird lineup. I didn't like it. Uh, like your brother said in the text, dude, our midfield was lost for so so much of that game. Uh, Sosa picking up a yellow so quickly. Um, yeah. And Cedric, man, like he he came coming off at half. You know that just kind of tells you he he wasn't providing anything. He had a couple bad 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 giveaways, some passes made you know it, it's but i think it's just the uh, the lack of playing um that is caused by that because you went with the same lineup for a while and then all of a sudden just, you switch it up yeah. and it kind of throws out the rhythm too so you can't really blame the players on that part it's like okay i'm only playing for 10 15 minutes and now you want me to play 45 but at the end of the day you know they hit us where it hurts and you know counters and you know Cedric not played well and the lineup was very questionable especially with the two weeks that we have um, with break coming up uh, with the international break and everything's uh, these, most of these guys are going to go represent their country. So I don't know. It, it was, it was weird for, it was weird for me. I get it, you know, you know, cause of, you know, rest and so many games back to back, but at the same time, like, you know, you can rest when there's rest. So I don't know. We have a job to get done. So we needed, we needed those three points. Right, especially with, you know, dropping points at home against Cincinnati. Um, and all those players I mentioned, they all they all came in in the, in the second half, and uh, we even got to see Miguel Berry come in again, um, which, you know, there's a lot of, I don't know what's going on with the Jamal Tiare and his visa, but, uh, you know, it's apparently it's taking longer than anticipated, and, uh, you know, there's a good chance that Atlanta United might pull back their offer if it doesn't come in quick enough. Um, so hopefully that gets situated, but yeah, I mean it's an odd decision because I'm always of the mindset that if you want to rest players, like do it later on in the game. I rather come out strong first, put everything on the table, and then if you got tired legs, you know you you pull them out. Um, but yeah, again, uh, this team we're still trying to figure out chemistry. I think uh, you know uh, Tristan Muyamba when we first saw him, he he, he looked good, had a lot of hype. He's, he kind of cooled off a little bit. Um, I think part of why they put Sadich in too was to see if he can hold the ball better because, you know, Muyamba, I like that he's very forward-driven, um, but he has, and, you know, back-to-back games has had some pretty bad giveaways himself. Um, but I still think he's the best option uh, compared to everybody else we've got on the on the bench. Um, but, yeah, Abner, uh, you know, it is what it is. We still got a point in, in, in Dallas. Um, so that you know, that's not nothing. Um, with with that, we're in sixth place still with forty two points. But we only got six games, Abner. Uh, mm. So you know, like you mentioned, our next game is until Sunday, September sixteenth. The big one against Inter Miami. Um, that's going to be a tough game. It's at home, so it's like, <laughs> you know, we're uh, out of our home games that we've had. We've already dropped points against Cincinnati. Um, you know, are are, are we going to drop points against um, uh, Miami? And, you know, we've got only two games, home games after that. It's going to be against Montreal and Columbus. Um, so, you know, I'm really looking at the table. You know, we're, 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 we're have, we have this break, and there are going to be a few teams playing in there in the international break um, because we're, we're on the um, wrong side of games played. You know, most, most teams 
that we're competing with have a game less played. Um, some even have two games less played. So I really doubt that. I think the highest we can possibly finish, just looking at the table, is probably fifth or sixth. Um, and even holding our sixth spot is probably going to be a, a tough task as well. Yeah, when you look at the table, you know, we see uh, we played at, what, 28? Um, some, Most of them have been 26, 27. So let's say, you know, everybody gets three points if you win. That puts Chicago at 35. That puts D.C. United at 36. Montreal at 38. Nash- Nashville jumping us at 43. And then Columbus going up to 48. Philadelphia 49. Orlando, um, Orlando at 50. New England at 50. And then Cincinnati at 60. Um, so, yeah, that puts us down at least one or two spots down if we don't handle our business, right? So... I mean, you got tough games. Um, the good thing I saw is like you have uh, between the second and last game, you do have a big break in between. So it'll be a good chance to rest. But David, last time we had that much of a break, we got demolished by Inter Miami. So I don't know how, how that's going to um, that's gonna fare for us. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's time to, to just buckle down and, you know, Get get time to play because yeah we know nine teams make it eighty nine have a playoff match, but it, it, it's not going to be easy whoever we face and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how how he plays with the lineups um, especially those games that we have Saturday Sunday Saturday Wednesday Saturday Wednesday so yeah I mean I would I would like to us to go back to the way we were playing um, with um, you know Jande on the left. Um, you have Moyamba back in, Rosetto in the middle. Um, and then, you know, obviously, you know, Mosquero scored his first goal last game. So I didn't really mind him starting and Lobanitsa coming in off the bench. But uh, either way works, either one of them starting. Um, you know, I think they're both been quality. Um, so, but, uh, you know, I think we need to get back more to, uh, to a consistent starting lineup. Um, so hopefully, you know, we can make those tweaks. Um, but yeah, we're getting really down to the last last couple of games. So right now is a time uh, to make a push if there's going to be any kind of push. Let <laughs> uh, yeah. me just round up the stats <laughs> and then uh, we'll move on. So uh, possession, we had 60%. They had 40. Um, and this is a huge disparity. Here is the expected goals. They had 2.32. We had 0.63. So we greatly um, you know, exceeded our expected goals. Uh, they had 16 total shots, um, three were on target. We had 13 shots, six on target, so we actually had more goal, more shots on target. Um, they had 308 accurate passes, we had 484. So we, we possessed the ball, but uh, you know, Dallas had the more quality chances, um, which isn't anything uh, new for Atlanta United. Um, you know, we just, again, again, we probably said it several, several times this year, we just gotta be more clinical in front of goal. You know, when you face, that's why that's why Inter Miami has been so good. If you turn the ball over, you give it to them in a dangerous spot. I mean, they're going to make you pay. Um, <laughs> and that kind of goes into the next segment. Abner is that uh, the messy show continues, man. Three uh, one mm. win, and I mean the third goal, the the last goal for LA was really kind of a consolation goal because it was three zero for the longest time. Um, and I mean LA is a top team. They obviously the MLS defending champs, and uh, <laughs> you know. Messi and, and company made him look like an average team. Uh, two assists by Messi on the night. And, man, I don't know if you saw Abner, but all the celebrities were out, man. I don't know if you saw the, the sheet of 
the sheer number of celebrities that were out there, but um, I'll read some of the big ones to you. So they had um, Mookie Betts was there, Gerald Butler, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, James Harden, Tom Holland, uh, obviously Will Ferrell is always there, Selena Gomez, uh, LeBron, Clayton Kershaw, Prince Harry was there after. <laughs> well, Magic Johnson's over there. Mario Lopez, Solo Mariduena, the guy from uh, Blue Beetle, Toby Maguire, Nas, Ed Norton, um, Rage Against the Machine. I guess it just lists them together as <laughs> a whole unit. Um, uh, Jason Sudeikis, uh, Tyga, uh, Julio Urias, Urias, huh? Owen Wilson. Um, yeah, so Stephen Yen, uh, it's pretty crazy, man. It's just, uh, I think they were saying that uh, the ticket for that game was more than like all the LA Rams season tickets for the rest of the season. Jeez, for this yeah, game. it's like 700, bro. Yeah, it's wild, wild. Um, and I mean, it, it sucks because I, you know, we got, that's the next big test for us. And, uh, you know, just watching Miami play, uh, teams really, really need to be perfect. And I think, you know, every team is beatable, Abner. And I think really what you have to do against Inter Miami is when you, because they give you opportunities going forward. We had our opportunities when we played them. We got to make sure we put those away. Because I think once you have Inter Miami down one or two goals and you don't have to push forward, I think they lose a lot of their their tra in transition goals that I that I think they score most of their, their their goals from yeah yeah they dude it um I actually got what watched the game I forgot they played and uh you know it's getting kind of late and I was like man you know see what shows I can watch and then I looked at my phone I was like oh they um you know LASC and um into Miami and I thought oh, yeah that should be a good game you know LAC is good it's at LAC atmosphere is usually balling um so I was like yeah let me check it out dude I was like yeah you know I'm just gonna watch maybe the first half dude I actually watched the whole game um it was insane man it, it was like just back and forth going back and forth and you know then they just took over and you know Martinez and it was a weird lineup because they didn't Martinez or um Campagna, I think it's the other guy's name. Didn't even start. Yeah, okay. It was another guy, but the, that dude had a goal. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe the, the hype train is it's uh, it's real, right? Because uh, they are um, they're getting points where they need to get points, and uh, we'll see. Right now, they're uh, was sitting at twenty five points. Yeah, so they're only eight points out of a playoff spot, uh, but they have two games played less than the last playoff spot team, which is DC United. Yeah, I wish they have Sporting Kansas City, us, Toronto, Orlando. Then they had the Open Cup Final, New York, Chicago, Cincinnati, Charlotte, and then Charlotte again. And they still oh, haven't. Weird. They still haven't lost since Messi's been here. Yeah, that's weird. They played Charlotte twice, like back to back, at home and away. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, so it says uh, Wednesday, <laughs> oh, that October sucks for Charlotte. 18th. Yeah, that's like for Charlotte, dude. Gee, imagine like six points, you get none. <laughs> and they're gonna need it too, cause uh, Char you know, Big L it. <laughs> they've been, uh, yeah, they've been, uh, they've been struggling. So uh, that's gonna be tough. That's a tough way to go for Charlotte. Um, but uh, yeah, me also. Uh, either way, that's their next game. We'll, we'll preview that next week. Um, uh, but we do have an international break coming up, so we still can watch some soccer. We've got. Uh, friendlies for USA. USA will play Uzbekistan Saturday, September 9th, and then we'll play Oman 
Tuesday, September 12th. Um, really random teams and games <laughs> that we have uh, coming Very up. random. Yeah. And, um, you know, actually, it's kind of interesting, but we have a pretty strong lineup, too, uh, considering, you know, who we're playing. And, uh, you know, uh, well, Miles will be there. Um, so hopefully he can get um, situated with the national team again. Um, you know, not complete starters, but, you know, every it's – it's pretty much an international window for everybody, so that's why we're, we have a lot more players available. Um, so the U.S. is playing. You got Concacaf Nations League going on too. So these games actually matter. You have Guatemala versus El Salvador, and then you got Guatemala versus Panama. Uh, so um, you know, hopefully, Guate can 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 make some noise. And of course, we've got Conmebol World Cup qualifying. There's Euro uh, qualifying. Um, so again, like you mentioned, Abner, Messi's getting called up. So is Thiago Almada. Uh, that game, I believe, is September 12th. So the game's not until September 16th. So not sure, you know, if Tata Martino is going to want to rest him a little bit, bring him off the bench. I think either way, he's going to come in the game no matter what. I just don't know if he's going to be starting. I mean, do you think it's the same thing? Yeah, well, the, re- the what I see is, right, is as at the international call-up, are you, are you going to want to start Messi in both games and... And or are you gonna start them in one and you know make them maybe come make them come in in the second half because you know I'm sure I don't know this is gonna be the cush for the next World Cup because you know that thing always flips like mm-hmm. crazy depending on on the how the team is doing but you know mm-hmm. he's gonna want to see other players younger players yes it's qualifiers so it is a big game it's a meaningful game um, so I'm just inter- I think I'm gonna keep an eye on that situation because that is gonna tell us a lot about the matchup against Saturday, right? Uh, to our benefit, we don't want Messi playing, uh, you know, even at his Come age. They stay, he, look, he, listen, at, for us, LA United fans, we don't want because he's a big part of what a, Miami is right now. Right yeah. now, as a fan of the game of soccer, football, the game that we love and having the chance to watch the best player in the world, of course we're going to want him want to watch him, right? So you're like stuck in a pickle of that because, you know, of course you were, we're always cheering for Atlanta United, but at the same time when you have a player of that caliber, once-in-a-lifetime player, to come and play at your stadium, you want to watch him. You want to see him. You want to be in that presence, right? It's just like when a band comes that is their last tour, you never get to see him again. You hope they're all there, you know, so you can, you know, at least, you know, be a part of that. So... Uh, yeah, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be interesting to see how the coach uh, plays Messi, um, especially with the World Cup. Because I think Messi even said that that he's probably. I don't think he plays in the next World Cup. I think he's gonna. He's not gonna play, and I think he's gonna play the Copa America, and that's it. But I don't know, David. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. I want Messi to. Well, I want the game to be Atlanta United winning two zero. And then Messi comes in to play the last 20, 25 minutes, and then the game just ends 2-0. Oh, hey, I, I call that a win. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, you're right. I do want to see him play because it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Um, but I we need we need points, uh, yeah. especially at home, because, you know, unfortunately, um, we have not had home field advantage this year. We that The Benz is no... Well, it's not really a fortress. I mean, we still win more than we lose, obviously, but we just we've dropped way too many points at home. Um, but yeah, I mean, either way, uh, the house is going to be rocking. Hopefully we sell the thing out. Um, cause I was seeing there's still some tickets out there. I mean, they're like $160 tickets for the cheapest seats, but this will be the largest stadium pretty much 
an MLS that Messi has played in is our stadium. So that's cool that we kind of get to have the first game that Messi is going to be in front of, you know, 60, 70,000 people. Till, till he goes to Charlotte, right? Yeah, but again, you're talking about a couple couple hundred extra. Right. He, he's the one that gets to play. We at least get to put him in front of a big, you know, the biggest stadium, biggest fan, uh, uh, biggest attendance so far that he's had to face. But all right, Mijo, anything else you want to add? Um, no, man. We're um, USA. Yeah, are you? Uh, yeah, are we getting into the USA matches or no? You want to do a deep dive or you want to? No, do no, no, no. Just, just quick, quick thoughts, quick pointers. Um, just with uh, good old our friend, good old Greg coming back. Um, and a, you know, you're getting a good call up. Sounds like he still hasn't um, made make men's with uh, with Gio Reyna and co- company. Um, what do you uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, at some point, like obviously, <laughs> Gio Reyna is gonna have to play. I mean, there's no way around it. And I think everyone is under that assumption when he was, you know, signed on back as a coach. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, these, these call-ups are really weird because it's just really interesting because we're not gonna have to qualify for the World Cup. What kind of games we're playing if we're trying to try new players or we're just trying to fine-tune the squad because i mean let's face it Abner, we've got a good solid uh you know 12 to 13 players that are already penciled into the squad right you're really only looking for like probably five players that you want to you know have actually play in the um in the copa america and then and then the world cup so it's just it's interesting because the you know the call-up is a mix between um you know players that are starters Players have been playing with the team, and then um, you know a couple other players that um, you know are either new or haven't have gotten a few call-ups, but you know weren't cemented in a starting lineup. Um, so yeah, it's it's just going to be interesting that, that this these these call-ups, and we have some in October too, and just you know how we handle this national team going forward. Yeah, I mean it's going to be hard because a lot of these. Teams when when it's a FIFA break or whatever, they're going to be handling their own business with, you know, uh, qualifiers and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be such a such a hard for us to find a quality opponent, David. Um, but at the same yeah. time, but at the same time, I mean, you got to keep the rhythm. It got, does allow you to uh, to uh, get some rhythm going in. I'm not a fan of Burhalter coming back, but. It is what it is. We'll see what it is uh, coming to these games. I'm definitely going to watch them. Um, and, you know, because, yeah, we're always going to root for USA no matter what. But USA. USA. at the same time, I'm, I'm not going in. I'm going in with one foot in, maybe. All right. All right. We'll, we'll get the other foot in there. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, other than that, we got a long wait for the next match. So... Yeah, yeah, but let's um, see what happens. Get our guys healthy, match fit. <laughs> who got called up? Um, from uh, who was it? Almada, Al- Almada, and then it was Gigi, uh, Saba, Abram, Miles. Yeah, I'm assuming at the end too, right? Isn't um, usually they come out with the list of the call up. Yeah, I didn't see it come out this time. Yeah, I think at the end got called up last time, and um, I don't know if you know Fortune's not in the 18 anymore, but I don't know if he got called up too. 
but uh, yeah, either way, it'll um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, it'll be fun. Um, final push for Atlanta United. Um, you know, I, I think even depending on where we land in the playoff, even if we don't have a higher seed, I still think we're gonna be a tough team to beat. Um, but we just got we got just got cut cut down on some of the individual mistakes, and um, we just need to be better defensively and uh, you know more solid when when. We're in transition. Um, sometimes it's, we just got to be smarter, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it's going to come down to, really, is uh, how we're going to look. So, ah, well, we'll see. Right. <laughs> Let's go ATL, baby. We'll see you guys again next week. Peace, Next y'all. week. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.